Hello everybody, this is Curtis from your podcast, Pub Culture Disorder. How's it going, everybody? I'm kidding, that's not how I sound, although if you thought that's how I sound, I question A, have you ever listened to a podcast before with me, and B, do you really think people sound like that? Like, I'm sorry, do I want to tell you about my podcast? I'm going to tell you about shakerandspoon.com, where it includes the syrups, the tinctures the bitters the fresh fruit the fresh herbs and even sugar cubes all you gotta do is order it they bring it right to your door all you gotta do is buy the booze go to shakerspoon.com and you can use three nerds to save a modest amount off your first purchase i'm done with that accent although what did you think of it actually would it now be a great time to tell you that this episode is about top five accents? No, I'm kidding. That is not the episode, although and part of me wishes now that I thought of that. I could have just been doing accents for an entire hour, and you guys would have fucking loved it. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, what are we going to be talking about this week? We're actually going to be talking about movie tropes impacted by real-world events. That's right. Sometimes movies do things in their, like, you know, wide, away, wide array of films, and uh, a lot of times these things just kind of carry on and carry on until something just comes and just is like, nope, you're not doing this anymore. So I'm going to be looking at a few tropes, things that I think movies don't quite do anymore. And these are very broad concepts. Um, so you're not going to, this is maybe not going to be as specific as an episode. And I'm probably not going to play as many clips on this one just because um, it's kind of hard to specify this over the course of a clip. But Bear with me. I think this will be fun. Um, the first trope is teenagers, kids in peril. You see this a lot in a lot of Spielberg movies and a lot of slasher flicks where kids are sort of without the, the supervision of an adult. For instance, Spielberg does this with um, the Goonies where like the Goonies is pretty much adult free. In fact, the the only real adults in that that play a significant role in that movie are uh, villains. So it's like these kids are like in peril throughout the entire movie. And you get a lot of this too. Like a lot of eighties movies, like really kind of like hammed home the whole, or ran home the point that like a lot of these like kids are just on their own. Um, and slasher flicks love, 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 love to do this. The Friday the 13th franchise, which I never shut up about, uh, obviously made this into a whole franchise where, you know, kids are being picked off one by one. Uh, Halloween, a lot of the other like slasher franchises really like hammer home the point of like young kids getting picked off by a, a horror villain. So it, it's very much kind of this idea that like kids are in peril. Kids are in peril. Kids are the, the vulnerable ones. And it kind of stopped. Now, if you're thinking, when did it stop? It stopped when around the school shooting started happening. Because you can look at, like, Columbine as being, like, the turning point for a lot of this. Where, like, before this, like, even 90s movies, like, there was still kind of, like, that Spielbergian, like, kids are in peril. Um, But afterwards, like, people kind of... I think because, like, the idea that, like, kids could be... Uh, sort of put in peril was entertaining from a movie standpoint because it wasn't quite real. You knew there was going to be an adult looking out for you and blah, blah, blah. It was only when it was like, oh no, like parents have like no control over their kid's safety sometimes. Like things like Columbine can just happen and a kid can just be totally messed up for life, uh, if not dead. So it, it, 
it kind of I think it took something that like people thought might not be actually real or might not actually be the case it was kind of like oh well kids could get hurt but you know I'm a parent I'm here to protect them and it kind of was like no you have no control over this and I think after that like you can kind of look around like scream being like sort of the um end of of that and like you sort of started to like see a lot more kids movies where kids are sort of like I don't want to say like unrealistically like like protected but like it was almost like kids were cherished a lot more and it was like no we're not gonna let kids be like attacked by dinosaurs or whatever like it's gonna be a lot more serious so I think that's kind of like one of the main ones is like sort of like these kids in peril teenagers in peril you don't really get that anymore like the one that like really stuck with me as being like one of the last great ones was green which i actually saw last weekend um so it, it's kind of the idea that yeah these movies kind of just stop kind of being a thing for a long time and i think it's making a bit of a comeback but it's still kind of a slow and steady process all right okay so next up is women killing men with their thighs and i know this is like very specific but again bear with me so, like, women killing men with their thighs was kind of, like, a thing for the longest time. Like, the 90s was huge for this. Tank Girl, GoldenEye, Mortal Kombat, X-Men. These chicks had, like, fucking killer thighs. And they were not afraid. And I emphasize, not afraid to just, like, jump up to a dude, wrap their thighs around his neck, and fucking choke a man to death. That was a thing in the 90s. I distinctly remember watching GoldenEye being like, wait, that chick's thighs like can kill people what the fuck that is crazy and you think about it even now to this day like you don't really see that as much like i think like i remember watching avengers and like the original avengers i know there's now like 15 of them but like the original avengers and like i'm watching it and then like you just see black widow like jump up and like wrap her thighs around a dude and slam to the ground i'm like okay that's kind of like the the uh the evolution of the of the killer thighs but like it's not really much of a thing and i was sort of looking into this because i was wondering like what was it with thighs what was the main thing with thighs here's the thing thigh masters that's what it was thigh masters were huge in the 90s these there was like an exercise thing that people could buy that was sort of help them them and their thighs sort of like like it was supposed to help like like lean down or tone down your your thighs and sort of make them more muscular it was super popular in the 90s. In fact, it was one of those like exercise things that almost everybody had. Like, if you think about it, really, did you know anybody that didn't have a thigh master? Because it was just one of those things like most people just had in the 90s. If even just like at a certain point, you knew someone who had a thigh master. Um, and I think like in the 90s, like thigh masters sort of they didn't become as popular. And I think the idea that like when the, the thigh masters went away. So did the idea that, like, women could have killer thighs and, like, kill people with their thighs. And that kind of sucks because that's one of those things I actually kind of liked. Like, I just love that, like, men, like, can kill, like, like people with their hands and stuff. And, like, there's certainly, like, a very, like, physical, visceral thing of, like, a dude killing uh, someone. Like, I kind of wish, like, women had, like... And not to say, like, women can't just, like, kill people with their hands, too. But, like, I would love to, for there to be, just be this thing where you're, like... Oh, that chick's got thighs. She's gonna fuck us up. Like when you see Arnold in, in uh, Predator, and he's got like arms to kill you. Like that dude could like fucking punch like an alien's head clean off. Whoa, dude! I'm like Jurassic World will like wait for you. Come down. Anyways, um, 
I, I just feel like we got to bring back the thigh kills. That's what I'm saying. We got to bring back more killer thighs. I'm all for that, and I think you should all be too. Um, next up, absent-minded parents, absentee parents. These are generally parents who are just like fucking peacing out, doing their own thing, don't care about their own fucking kids. I'm thinking like 80s movies were full of this. Like, and it didn't matter if it was horror or comedy. I mean, I talked about the Goonies. The Goonies is like a great example because like these kids like almost fucking die. And then they come back and they're just like telling their parents like, oh, we almost fucking die. And they're just like, uh-huh. Like what? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, like, okay. And that one, like, I get it. Ferris is like kind of a bit of a manipulator. So like he's able to like get people to think that he's sick, but he's not. But still, it's like the idea is like. Like, the idea of parents being so dumb, I get it. Because it's sort of... Coming back to the teenager kids in peril thing, like, you kind of have this, like, idea that, like, your parents are someone that you can rely upon. And that, like, there's somebody that is... meant to be very sort of protective. And if you take that away, it sort of is like, oh, well, who do I turn to now? And I think, like, obviously you can't really, like, just peace out and be like oh there's no parents in this movie so what's the next best thing you just make parents kind of like a little bit clueless um you don't really get that that much anymore and i think what this one really kind of comes down to is a lot of children disappearances um like during the 80s and 90s like kids being kidnapped became like a big thing like you, you probably all remember like you know, the milk cartons where it was like, oh, so-and-so is missing and stuff like that became such a huge thing in the 80s. And I think it was sort of like the idea was like, whoa, 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 like, it's fine in movies for now, like, you know, but it's like, this is starting to happen in real life now and it sort of started to make people a little uneasy. So I think that's kind of why we're not getting that as much in the movies anymore is like the idea that like, it's not fun to have absentee parents. And you still get movies that kind of do it, but, like, it's very rare. And I think the idea is, like, you don't want to portray parents as being, like, bad parents anymore, almost. And not to say, like, the kids disappearing were because they were bad parents or anything, but it's more so, like, I think they, they want to paint parents in the best light possible. So that's kind of why I think that uh, kind of went away. But what do you guys think? Remember, you, you can email me at 3 podcast at gmail.com. All right, we're back. Um, cause I'm taking quick breaks. There's no clips, so I'm not really like doing the clip thing. I don't know. I I think it's not time to say it. Like, I'm not always gonna do clips. I love clips. I think if they illustrate my point, I can go for it. But I mean, sometimes it's just fun to just chat. Why don't we just chat? Uh, next up, summer camp. Fucking summer camp. You knew this was coming, man. Like summer camp used to be the fucking jam. You guys remember camping, right? Like you remember just like going away for a couple weeks. Like, I'm thinking of, like, uh, Wet Hot American Summer type deal. Yeah, you know what's up. You've did, you've done that before. Man, I had, like, so many great memories doing that. I remember, like, flirting with girls, hanging out with my buddies, playing games, just farting around. Back then I had a Game Boy, so I'd play my Game Boy. That was pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. You don't really do that anymore. I was, I, I've got friends who have kids, and I'm like, do you send your kids to, like, camp? And they're like... Oh no, we don't do that. There's no camps. And like, I don't know, I get like I get it. Like camps are just not as much of a thing anymore. Um, I think it's also too like camps maybe got like a little too like out there. Like there's always like the thing of like, oh, fat camp, music camp, all that stuff. Like, whatever happened to just camp? 
Like, it didn't matter who you were. You just went to camp. If you were fat, you were into music, you were into cooking, you were whatever, you just went to camp. There was no, like, specialty camps. And I know that's a little bit, like, ignorant of me to say, but, you know, I just kind of love it when it was just camp. It was just a mixing bag. And you'd be like, well, you know what? I'm into music. You're into eating food. Like, let's find a let's find a middle ground here. You don't really get that anymore. But anyways, there's no more camps. And, like, who the fuck goes to camp anymore? Nobody. Like, that's the thing. Nobody goes to camp anymore. I go camping, but that's because I fucking love camping. Um, but yeah, movies like Friday the 13th, Sleepaway Camp, Poison Ivy all kind of popularized the idea of like the summer camp. So that's something that like, I think we've, we've lost a little bit. I would love to see the comeback of summer camp stuff. We still have like Wet Hot American Summer, the TV series, which I think is like, it's kind of why I enjoy it so much is the idea that like, it's just so fucking absurd. And it's like the summer camp thing. It's kind of why I always enjoy it so much. All right, let's go on to the last point here. Okay, so giant city destruction we're talking like fucking cities get leveled that shit um do you guys notice like if you look at 90s movies what were the stakes terminator 2 they're saving the future sure but it was kind of like a little kind of going on behind the scenes like nobody was really like paying attention what was going on um like a lot of like weaponware warfare like con air true lies Stuff like that. Fucking Point Break. They're just stealing banks. They're just fucking stealing banks. Like, it's... Like, every fucking movie, it seems like, nowadays, is like, oh, they're trying to destroy a city. Man of Steel. Fucking infamously. Transformers franchise. The Avengers, even. I love the Avengers, but it's basically like, we're destroying the city, or, or Loki's destroying the city. Let's stop it. Why have we... Like, it's starting to go away, and I think I know why. It's 9-11. I'm not joking, 9-11. So 9-11 was one of those things where it was like, holy shit, like, America can be attacked. America had been attacked before, but not like that. And that showed a vulnerability, and I think that vulnerability really kind of came through in the movies for a long time. Where was the idea that, like, no, like, Vancouver, or Vancouver, I live in Vancouver, um, cities can't be attacked, and it was like, even like shows like 24 and stuff really kind of like capitalized on that the idea that like yeah the u.s is vulnerable it was like i don't want to say fear-mongering but it was kind of like people now all of a sudden were like oh shit like there's actual stakes here and that just got put into movies left right and center and you don't really get that as much i mean it's interesting that like avengers does this like huge like or Avengers Infinity War does this huge thing where people just like, well, spoilers for Infinity War, but like half of people disappear. It's crazy, right? Like it just happens out of the blue and everyone's just like, huh, what? Um, I, to this day, like I think there's room for giant city destruction pieces. I don't like it as much though. I kind of get bored by it and I kind of just feel like, you know what? It'd be nice if we could all just move on from this. So, I, I think there's room for maybe like a couple movies a year or maybe like one movie a year. That's kind of like enough for me to just be like, let's just destroy a city. Everything else, like, why don't we just make it crazy? Why don't we make it like Point Break where they're just stealing banks or robbing banks? That, fuck, that shit fucking works. Even like the Fast and Furious, which started off basically being like a Point Break ripoff is basically like, oh, a whole bunch of city destruction. Like the last one, I was like, fuck, man. I just want to watch like low key, low stakes shit sometimes and not like the lowest of stakes but like lower than a fucking city getting destroyed 
Anyways, that is Pop Culture Disorder. The accent is coming back. Did you enjoy the podcast? Um, please rate and review on iTunes. Five stars. Nothing less. Or if you do give anything less, just let me know why. Was it my awful accents? Is it my name, Curtis? You just hate Curtis's? Um, let us know, or let me know at throwingyourspodcast.gmail.com. And feel free to drop me a line however else you want. Twitter and Facebook, all that fun stuff. And with that said, we will see you guys next time. Bye for now.